Hey friends, welcome back to the Love and Relationships Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Faleda, and I'm so excited to have the chance to have these candid conversations with you about love, sex, dating, singleness, and marriage. For those of you who don't know me or if you're tuning in for the first time, I'm a licensed professional counselor specializing in relationship issues. I also run the relationship advice blog, truelovedates.com, reaching millions of people with the message of healthy relationships. And as you'll find out about me, that's something I'm really passionate about. If you've tuned into this podcast for a while, you know that it's generally a hotline style podcast, meaning people call in with their relationship questions and we talk through them on the show. But because I've received so many of your questions, I decided I needed to do these little mini episodes where I'll be taking the questions that you've sent my way via email or voice memo, and I'll be answering them in short, practical, bite-sized answers in these mini episodes. If you have a question that you want me to answer on the show, make sure to send it via email or voice memo to Deborah at truelovedates.com, and I'll do my best to get it answered on one of the episodes. So let's get started. So I got a question from Margaret asking, Deborah, I've been advised that you should let the man pursue you or just give him hints to let him know you're interested. But I've been asking myself, how much is too much when it comes to giving him hints? And I don't know what to do. Please help. Oh, Margaret. I hear you, girl. I definitely grew up in the culture that I was also taught that I needed to wait and let the man pursue me first. It was this idea that women should never initiate a romantic relationship. And at the time, for me growing up, there were some extreme views going around about this Um, especially in the Christian culture, about what the male-female relationship should look like. I actually remember reading a book from one of my favorite authors that basically said a woman should never pay for a meal, a woman should never, ever pick up the phone and call the guy, she should always wait, and he's got to be the pursuer, and she's got to respond to him. She should just kind of sit around and twiddle her thumbs and wait for him to take the lead and hope for the best. And honestly, maybe those weren't the exact words of the author, but the main idea was the intended message that you as a woman could never take the lead in initiating a relationship because if you initiated a relationship, it must mean that you're not waiting on God, like you're doing the work for God is kind of the underlying premise of this belief. And honestly, this women shouldn't initiate thing was a belief I held on to and believed all the way through my young adulthood. It really impacted me. And the one way that comes to mind that it impacted me in a negative way was I look back at my young adult years and there were many times when, you know, I'd be in this friendship, relationship kind of awkward thing with this guy where we'd be hanging out and getting to know each other as friends and I would think he liked me. But because women were supposed to not initiate or not say anything, I wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't ask. I would just kind of go with the flow. Um, Even if this lasted months, even if, if this lasted years and didn't really see it as my responsibility to say, hey, what's going on here? 
And, you know, in my mind, that was a woman initiating and you couldn't do that. So that belief really set me back. And, you know, I've evolved in my maturity and in my relationship with God. And as I look back, I realized that there were so many myths that I was believing as a woman um, to be true. I was believing them as truths, but they were things that were actually rooted in opinion or Christian culture rather than rooted in scripture. And one of those beliefs is exactly this, that women should not initiate a relationship. And here's the thing. This is a belief that Christians continue to perpetuate. And I know this because a recent poll I did at truelovedates.com revealed that 35% of my audience, mostly age 18 to 35 who took this poll, believe that it is wrong for a woman to initiate a relationship. So even today, in 2018, nearing 2019, there are still 35% of people who identify as Christians who say that they think it's wrong for a woman to take the lead in this particular way. But again, as I look at my relationship with my husband, I see a pattern of give and take, give and take that started from the moment we met. And I'll be honest, that pattern in our relationship had very little to do with who is initiating and so much more to do with invitation, not initiation, but invitation And what I mean by that is inviting God in, inviting God in to be a part of our relationship the whole way through, inviting God to break our norms, inviting Him to be a part of what we were doing, even if it didn't always fit the Christian culture narrative, you know? So for those of you out there who might be struggling with this question, is it okay for a woman to initiate and what to do and and all all kinds of questions about it, here are some things I want to bring up to challenge you to consider as you're working through this question for yourself. First of all, let's start with the Bible here. The Bible doesn't say much about who should initiate a relationship. I mean, this isn't, it's not like there's a biblical passage that says a woman can't initiate and she's got to wait and the man has to take the lead when it comes to starting a relationship. I've searched scripture for answers to this one. And the interesting thing is, I haven't come up with anything that says a woman should not initiate a relationship. But in fact, I've come up with things that sort of point towards the other end of the spectrum. You know, there have been times in scripture when we're looking at God's word where a woman actually initiated a relationship. And one of those is a story of Ruth and her approach to her kinsman redeemer, Boaz. You know, she she took the lead in that relationship. She saw what was best for her life, what was good, what was God honoring, how she was going to take care of herself and her mother-in-law. And she took the lead to to initiate that relationship. And I'm not saying that Boaz hadn't showed interest in her because he obviously did, if you look at the story. But then she responded to that interest by taking initiative. You know, she was like, you know what, I'm just going to take a risk here and, and go ahead and put this out there and see how he responds. And that's the thing about relationships. That's where I talk about the give and take, give and take, give and take. You see a pattern of give and take in health 
healthy relationships, you know? And I think that's where we've got to start. That's what we've got to see as the bottom line. Um, I'm not advocating for women to just keep giving and giving and giving and giving and making excuses for guys who are not responding back to them or who keep ignoring their texts or who always make excuses. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about persistence that's unhealthy. I'm talking about give and take give and take. You know, if you're spending a lot of time with a guy and you're not sure where things are at, but he seems to be interested in you and he's not saying anything, go ahead and take responsibility for your relationship by asking, hey, what's going on here? Like, we're we're really starting to get to know each other. We're really spending a lot of time with each other. And I kind of want to know where your heart is with this relationship and what's going on in your mind before we continue to do this. Like, take initiative. Take responsibility for your life. And here's the thing, guys. Every story is different and unique. You know, if you look through scripture, you'll find evidence of stories where the man initiated, stories of where the woman initiated, like Ruth, stories where the parents initiated or servants initiated, like in Isaac's story, Isaac and Rebecca. Each story is different, and each example carries one underlying principle. Men and women in tune with God's leading in their lives. That's the bottom line. Whether you're a man or a woman, being in tune to God's spirit is the bottom line and what he's calling you to do in these interactions and allowing him to lead the way in our lives and relationships. Number two thing to think through, this belief that a man should always initiate and a woman should never initiate really fuels gender inequality because it sort of makes the woman this passive bystander and the man is kind of seen as the decision maker in a relationship. And I think this is one of the biggest problems that I see with this belief is that we carry this belief into our relationships. And then we've got these women who are sort of feeling helpless and hopeless in their relationships instead of seeing their responsibility and their role in healthy relationships. I have interacted with so many women who are just kind of sitting around and waiting for the man that that hoping that they're interested in them, hoping that they'll pursue them. But in some cases, they end up wasting so much time and so much of their life because that initiative from the man never happens. Like they never take that step and the relationship eventually dissolves. I think women need to see that we have just as much responsibility as men when it comes to pursuing and creating healthy relationships. We are responsible for our relationships. We're responsible before God for having and maintaining healthy relationships. And we have a role in that. And that's a really powerful and freeing thing. I I think, again, you shouldn't allow yourself to be strung on for months and months or even years without asking for answers and clarifying intentions when it comes to your interactions with the opposite sex. We are all decision makers in the kingdom of God, given equality, given responsibility, and given the the beautiful privilege of protecting our hearts and making good choices. So part of this, I think, reflects our belief in our own responsibility and taking ownership in our relationships instead of letting them control us. Number three thing to consider here, whether you're a man or a woman, You're required to show wisdom and godliness in your interactions with the opposite sex. One thing I'll say is that as women, I think we have the tendency to also be impatient sometimes and driven by emotion. 
You know, when I'm talking about a woman initiating a relationship, I need you to know I'm not advocating for rushing into something. I'm not advocating for making decisions in haste, you know, because we're not patient enough to let the relationship play out and see if there's good things in this friendship or not. I think sometimes we're driven to initiate out of our impatience. And that's something we need to be accountable for. That's something we need to think through also as we're um, deciding whether or not we're going to move forward in a relationship. Again, this is where it's important to be in tune with God's spirit and God's direction and give him the invitation to be a part of what we're creating. I think whether you're a man or a woman, you have a responsibility to display holiness and wisdom in the choices that you make. And God and His Word and His principles and godliness and healthy relationships should always be our measuring stick when it comes to whether we're going to move forward or not in a relationship. Am I seeing the evidence of good things in this relationship before I go ahead and take initiative to um, building something here? That's something to consider. And one more thing that I want us to consider before we wrap up this episode is this. No matter who initiates, no matter who initiates, the relationship should always be reciprocal, okay? I kind of alluded to this earlier, but the healthiest relationships have nothing to do with who said what first, you know, like who asked out for coffee first or who was the one that made the first phone call. That stuff really doesn't matter. It has very little to do with that stuff and so much more to do with the fact that there are two people who are both giving and taking, giving and taking. That is the mark of a healthy relationship, not one where you find yourself just giving, 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 giving. It doesn't matter who initiates, but it does matter how the relationship progresses after that. So maybe you've initiated a relationship, you've asked some guy out for coffee, and you realize that it's always you initiating, it's always you taking the lead, it's always you texting, it's always you calling, it's always you asking. That is a red flag. You know, that tells me this isn't a relationship that's give and take. And You've got to get really good at identifying those type of relationships so you don't get yourself in trouble. Both parties involved need to be pursuing each other through the relationship in the form of communication and their interactions and the emotional investment they're making toward each other. Relationships are not a one-way street, and we've got to be able to recognize as soon as they are and fix what needs to be fixed, change what needs to be changed, or realize that this relationship is not going to work out. For every initiative taken in a relationship, there should always be a proper response. You know, think of it that way as you're pursuing relationship and as you're making these choices in your relationships. Guys, I hope the bottom line in this podcast episode today is that we learn to take ownership of our roles within a relationship and and kind of see the standard of give and take as the most important part of this equation. And I honestly just pray that God would help us to reflect Him in our lives, to reflect Him in our relationships, no matter who does the initiating. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast today. I hope this episode encouraged you and gave you some practical steps to take when it comes to your love life. Be sure to send me all your relationship questions by going to truelovedates.com slash love and relationships or sending me your questions in voice memo form 
to Deborah at truelovedates.com. If you're loving what you're hearing on this show, I invite you to check out my blog, truelovedates.com, or either of my books, True Love Dates or Choosing Marriage, and get serious about getting information that's going to help you get healthy and move you in the direction of healthy relationships. Help us get the word out about this podcast by leaving your five-star review on iTunes. And then connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at True Love Dates and give me a shout out. I love hearing from you. I'm Deborah Faleda, and it was so great being together again today. And I can't wait to chat with you next week. Take care. Take care.